I didn't know I was windswept and interesting until somebody told me. It was a friend of mine, the folk singer Archie Fisher, who was startlingly exotic himself in the 60s. He'd just come back from Kashmir and was all billowy shirt and Indian beads. I had long hair and a beard and was swishing around in electric blue velvet flares. He said, look at you, all windswept and interesting. I just said, exactly. After that, I simply had to maintain my reputation. It's not difficult to become windswept and interesting. You just have to be it. Then people will notice that you are. And once they've accepted it and pronounced that you are, you're all set. Windswept and interesting people recognise each other. I was in Boston once, appearing on a Good Morning Massachusetts TV show, and there was a drag queen on air before me, singing, I am who I am. It was nine o'clock in the morning, but she was covered in sequins and jewels. Huge hair, startling makeup. As she came off stage, her gaze met mine, and I was wearing oxblood corduroy trousers, reindeer boots with pointy toes, and a frilly polka-dotted satin shirt and a big gold hoop earring in one ear. As she brushed past me, she whispered in my ear, Savage gypsy lover. See, she knew and I knew. Being windswept and interesting is not just about what you wear. It's also your behaviour, your speech, your environment, an attitude of mind. It's perpetually classy, but it's not of a particular class. It transcends class. It's not about money either. For example, windswept and interesting people don't wear new clothes. Quite the opposite. They select unusual pieces, maybe a thrift shop item, like a junior musician's coat from a long-forgotten Scottish regiment or a Mexican shadow trousers as worn by mariachi bands. Not everyone appreciates our garb. When I was in location in New Zealand during the filming of The Last Samurai, I was sitting outside a cafe on one of my days off and Ed's Wick, the director, came walking along a road. I was wearing red suede Mary Jane shoes with long turquoise socks, knee-length breeches and my orange Jesus is my homeboy t-shirt. Ed stared at me with a twisted smile. Billy, he said, who gets you ready in the morning? We windswept and interesting types love style, but we have horror fashion. We decorate our homes any way we damn well please. If you come into this room I'm in now, you'd see that it's the abode of a windswept and interesting man. It's eclectic and a wee bit disorganised. I'm surrounded by things I like. Musical instruments with battered cases. Lots of books, banjo magazines gone back many years, and a rattan writing desk on which sit sketchbooks and drawing instruments. On my wooden bedpost sit several Panama hats, decorated with flowers, assorted scarves, beads, bandanas, and a Bob Marley shoulder bag. I sit in a leather chair that can wheak me upside down to relieve my back. On the walls are a Celtic banner, a Mexican Day of the Dead mask, a large Tibetan mirror, a Japanese kimono and French mirror sconces with flameless candles. There are two wooden ceiling fans, Indian cushions and curtains, and a gentleman's wooden valet, boxes of fish and flies, a piece of sculpture by a New Zealand artist, a pair of red boxing gloves, a wooden Inuit box, a collection of fountain pens, dogs' water bowls, TV, broken DVD player, Academy DVDs I've yet to watch, and a remote control I can't fucking operate. Sounds a right mess, Billy, I hear you say. 
and a tad pretentious. Pretentious? Moi? I say it's a stylish mix of objects, some practical, some useless, curated by a man of taste and fuck you-ness. And yes, indeed it is messy, because I like it that way. It's just how we W and I's roll. You don't like it? Fuck off. Once I'd realised that I was windswept and interesting, it became my new religion. It was such a delightful contrast to the doer and disapproving attitudes I'd grown up with. Instead of cowering under the yoke of thou shalt not, I found a new mantra, fuck the begrudgers. It felt brilliant. I was no longer obliged to behave with even a smidge of decorum. Over the years I've discovered the secret truths of W&I, such as hell is not for sinners, it's for beige wearers, and blessed are those who yodel, for they shall never be troubled by offers of work. I even found the key to W&I enlightenment. You can misbehave all you like, provided you leave them wanting more. Sometimes people ask me, Billy, I would like to become windswept and interesting. How can I achieve it? And I reply, I'm afraid you've blown it by wanting to be it. You have to be accepted as windswept and interesting by other windswept and interesting people once it arrives in you. And when that happens, you get to write your own rules. Here are a few of mine. You have to genuinely not give a fuck for what any other living human being thinks of you. Say the first thing that comes into your mind and don't worry about what might happen to you as a result. Seek the company of people who, when left alone in a room with a tea cosy, will always try it on. Never turn down the opportunity to shout fuck the begrudgers at the top of your voice. And tell your story your own damn way. <laughs>